Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I was lucky enough to be invited on the Will Podcast the other day. One of my very keen followers and listeners, Will, he started his own podcast doing sensational things, getting a heap of really interesting guests on. This is just a little clip from that episode. We spent the first 45 minutes or so talking about uh, my story, how Guru started, the highs and the lows of everything I've done over the last few years, which is a really great chat. Um, I would consider uh, Willie to be a mate as well. So very open and honest, told a few stories that I haven't told before on the podcast and then we spoke a little bit of rugby league and that's what this little clip here is uh, we spoke about some of the best teams ever Willie actually went through and found statistically the best teams of the NRL era stuck them to me and then I had to list them from one to five which was extremely difficult and I'll be very keen to hear which order you guys would have had them in because I think it could have gone in a number of ways then he had a couple of other questions that we spoke about as well asked me to name my greatest 13 off the dome we spoke about Nate Cleary obviously pre origin game, so maybe some of that didn't age overly well, but a really great chat with a champion fellow who's having a lot of really cool guests on his podcast over the next few months, so I highly advise you go and check it out. You can listen to the full thing there, The Will Podcast, W-I-L-L Podcast, The Will Podcast. Go and check it out, guys. Go and support Willie. He's doing fantastic things in the podcast game. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to have more glasses on. We're going to get to the, the, the series hand here, brother. Let's roll. All right, so I'm going to – I had to dig up uh, one of my old podcasts, all right, and I used to have a segment where it was called One Got to Go. So I would give four options. Yeah. And you had to get rid of one. Okay. And it was like four real hard options. Yeah. What I'm going to do, I'm going to give you five, and I'm going to get you to rate them from one to five <laughs> instead of ditching them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So let me open this up. So Super League finished in 1997. Yeah. 1998 to 2021, there's been 23 teams that have won premierships. Based off records, uh, margin wins, I've picked the five 
statistically best teams that have won it since in that in that time frame. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, things to things to really check out here. 2002 Bulldog side, 2007 Storm side don't count due to salary cap. Yep. Uh, the 2000 Broncos side doesn't count because there's another Broncos side that was better than that one. And okay. I didn't want to have two sides in there. Yep. Fair shout. Um, and then. And I guess the the, 2000, uh, the 2001 Eels don't count because they shit the bed beyond belief. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, the, and then the 2003 Panthers. Yeah. And the 2011 Manly Eagles teams. Yeah. They had the exact same record as one of the uh, one, one of the sides, but the, one of the other sides was a minor premier. Yep. Okay. Whereas the 2011 side weren't. Yeah. And the 2003 side were, but their grand final win was smaller. Very technical. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Here's the five teams. We've got the 1998 Broncos. Yeah. 18 wins. Five losses, one draw. Beat the Bulldogs in the grand final. This is the grand final team. Darren Lockyer, Michael DeVere, Darren Smith, Steve Ranoff, Wendell Saylor, Kevin Walters, Alfie, Shane Webke, Philip Lee, Andrew G. Check it out. This is back row. Gordon Tallis, Brad Thorne, and Tony Carroll. Yep. On the bench, Michael Hancock. John Plath, Kevin Campion, and a, and a bloke named Petro Sivanasiva. Coach, Wayne Bennett. What a side. All right, 98, Bron- 98 Broncos. Team number two, 2004 Bulldogs. Yep. Finished second, beat the minor premiers in the final. 19 wins, five losses. Fullback, Luke Patton. Wingers, Hazemar Masri, Matt Utai. Centers, Ben Harris, Wooly Tonga. In the halves, Brayton Nasta, Shifty Sherwin. Front row, Mark O'Mealy and Willie Mason at prop. Adam Perry at hooker, obviously covering for Steve Price, who couldn't play. Second row, Rennie Matua. Andrew Ryan was captain. And Tony Grimaldi at 13. Have a go at this bench. Is this the greatest bench of all Corey, time or what? Yes. <laughs> Corey Hughes, Roy Asatasi, Sonny Bill Williams, Jonathan... Freaking Thurston. Okay, that's team number two, 2004 Doggies. Team number three, 2013 Chookies. Minor Premiers, 18 wins, six losses. Fullback, Anthony Minicello, captain. Wingers, Roger Torvastashek, Daniel Tupol. Centers, Sean Kenny Dow, Michael Jennings. Halves, James Maloney, Mitch Pierce. Front row, Jabari Hargraves. Sam Moa, Hooker, Jake Friend. Second row, Sonny Bill Williams, Aiden Guerra, Boyd Corner at lock. On the bench, Frank Paul, Numa Sala, Mitch Orbo, Daniel Mortimer, Luke O'Donnell. Team number three. Team number four, 2000, 2017 Storm. Minor Premiers, 20 wins, four losses. Fullback, Billy Slater. Wingers, Suliasi Bunavalu, Josh Adokar. Centers, Will Chambers, Curtis Scott. Halves, Cameron Munster, Cooper Cronk. Front row, Jesse Bromwich, Jordan McLean, and our hooker, Captain Cameron Smith. Second row, Feliz Fusi, 
Tahu Harris and Dale Finucane. Bench, Tony Bromwich, Timmy Glasby, Nelson Asofa Solomona, and Slade Griffin. At team number four, team number five, 2021 Panthers. Finished second, beat minor premiers Storm in the prelim, won grand final 14 to 12. Record, 21 wins, three losses. Fullback, Dylan Edwards. Wingers, Brian Toto and Stephen Crichton. Centers, Matt Burden, Paul Momorowski. Halves, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary. Front row, James Fisher-Harris, Moses Liotta with Api Corusau hooker. Second row, I completely forgot about this one. Liam Martin and Kurt Capewell, no kick out. And Isaiah Yo at, at, uh, at lock. Bench, Tyrone May. Juliama Kikau. Scott Sorensen. Spencer Linu. Rank those teams one best from to five and worst. Mate, it's incredibly hard, um, obviously. Uh, I was actually, as you were reading them out, I had my phone out and I was just writing down some of the key guys from each team, as you said them, the ones that really yeah. stood out to me from those premierships. And, uh, mate, it's fun, like the 2004 Dogs, I was at that grand final. I I still, to this day, I have never heard a louder noise than when that full-time siren went at that grand final. Really? that Mate, that was unbelievable. We were like sitting sort of at the Bulldogs end. And as I said, I was a huge Freddie fan, so I was absolutely fucking heartbroken. And hearing this noise that the Canterbury fans made, that was that was incredible. I, I I think that dog side, like we often look back at them and, you know, we, we see Jonathan Thurst on the bench and we just think, how did they let him go? But I like I think people forget how good Shifty and Brayton Astor were at that time. Very, very good together. Like it's incredibly good together. And I, I think this dogs team is a side that obviously the forward pack is just renowned as being – one of the greatest ever, but I think we sort of undervalue the rest of the team because there's guys like Benny Harris in there that, I mean, like, it, it'll be a trivia question forever. Who was the other centre in that Canterbury team? <laughs> yeah, and, and no like, one's going to get it. If you can pick Ben Harris, if you can pick the hooker, like, you've done well. Most people can't. Um, that 2013 Chook side, <laughs> like, that year was just incredible how they, they brought those guys together at the start of the season. You had Janko work, walk in, James Maloney, Sonny Bill, he had a guy like Roger. Trent Robinson. Trent Robinson is his first ever year coaching. Like I remember I remember 2011, I was playing touch in Sydney, and I remember someone said to us, oh, the kid on that field is the one the Roosters have brought over. And I remember looking over, and it was this skinny little Kiwi kid who was bouncing, jumping Roger? up in the air. It was Roger. And I remember thinking, yep. that kid is so skinny, there is no way he can make it in the NRL. And within 18 oh, yeah. months, he won yeah. a grand final. It was I, – I could not believe how quickly he just became a superstar. That 13 side, uh, I thought James Maloney was was the key to it. He was just incredible that season. Mate, the, the 2017 Storm, I, I think this will be my number one team, to be honest with you. I think yeah. that spine – and even as soon as you said it, I thought – I straight away always think I – I think the 2017 Storm side, I, I think it, you could put it up against the 92 Broncos – the 94 Raiders, yep. I, I think it is one of the greatest teams ever. And that, yep. mate, this 2021 Panthers side, though, like, I, I feel like... I I didn't realise how good their record was, bro. Yeah. That's... It, it's crazy. People are forgetting, and they've done that two years in a row. They weren't... It wasn't like it was a fluky year. They've done that two years in a row. Yeah. 
they yeah freakish that that and like this this twenty one Panthers side like I feel like we undervalue them a little bit because their entire story isn't written yet. We don't yeah. know where all these guys are going to end up. Hundred percent. And I, you know, I, I, I've been beating the drum for a long time. I genuinely think Nathan Cleary has the ability to be to put himself into like a mortal status. I really do. Um, oh, that's can we revisit that in five minutes? Yeah, sweet. Okay, because I'll leave I, that I there. Wanna, I want to revisit that. Yeah, that '98 Broncos team as well. Obviously, like I, I was too young to be at that one. I was alive, obviously, but I was what seven years old, six years old. So, um, but Lockie Alf Walters. And that forward pack, just just ferocious. They they were yes. an incredible footy side and animals, mate. For, for for a Broncos team to be better than the two thousand team, that two thousand team was stacked, 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 mate. So was the 06 team. And <laughs> like, yep. it's I, I I imagine it would be the third best Broncos team of this era because that that ninety eight team was unbelievable, mate. If I had to order them one to five with a gun to my head, I would say yes. number one. I would take the 2017 Storm side. That'd be my best. I think my next best would be probably the 98 Broncos. I'd go them yep. too. Then I would go the 2013, oh, probably the 2013 Chooks. Then I'd go the Panthers. And then I'd go the Dogs. But... I'll say this about the Panthers. No one had to overcome more than the Penrith Panthers during their final series than any of these teams. Uh, is it last year's team? Yeah. Like like the oh, injuries 100%. and everything they had, I think it's so undervalued. And they lost week one. Yeah, they lost they week one. Crazy. Three straight away. Yeah, three straight away. Yeah. I, I, I think that what the Panthers did was unbelievable. And I think that... I think that the Panthers, this Panther side, they'll, they'll be similar to like um, Michael Jordan. The longer that... The, the, the further away they get... They're probably better that we're going to remember them as well. I think they're going to age really well, and you know, there's a good chance yep. that you know, if we were to talk about all-time premierships, like I feel like when we talk Broncos, I probably talk '92 over '91, and I feel like if the Panthers yep. were to win this year, I think 2021 will be a little bit buried because I think they will win better premierships as it goes on because they were so banged up last year. But what they did yep. with the young spine after James Maloney left. It's so impressive. So I'd probably have them fourth at the moment, but you could argue to put them anywhere, to be honest with you. Then I'd probably have the 2004 Dogs just after that. But I also think that 2004 dog side, I think they beat one of the best teams to never win a grand final, that 2004 Roosters side. Well, as good as anyone. Bro, they were so stacked. It was yep. unbelievable how good that foot – like they had internationals coming off the pine. Like as yes. as much as that as that Bulldogs bench was unbelievable, like that that Roosters bench. If you go back and have a look at it, like the starters they had, and then the guys coming off the bench, like I'm pretty sure like Mick Crocker's coming off the bench for them and stuff. Like, and they yep. weren't they weren't like Thurston and and Sunny Bill where they were gonna be stars soon. They yeah. were internationals they were, then. They were stars, bro. Chris, yeah. Chris Flannery was the Queensland five eight, and he was playing front row for the Chooks off the bench. Like they they were incredibly good, but I mate I, I and I know you'll be glad to hear it. I can't go past that 2017 Storm side to have a spine of Smith Cronk Munster Slater. It is never going to get better than that. And then pretty damn good, bro. It, it, even when, when when you name the rest of the side, I was going. You know who's probably the dud out of all that? Probably Curtis Scott, and he was mad that year. He yeah, absolutely he killed was, he was it. Still crazy good. Yeah, yeah like I, I I can believe like the the two wingers. 
Like you, you could put Fox and Corabiti. No, it was um, Fox and Vunavalu, wasn't it? You could put them up against any wingers ever, and they're going to handle themselves. Yeah, pretty much. And then you got Will Chambers, like Jesse Bromwich, like that. Bromit that Chambers. side was stacked, man. Yeah. They were so. I remember being at that grand final. I remember me and my mates had a heap of money on Josh Adokar first try, and he ran straight he to it. us to score. Yeah, it was mad. He, tomorrow, Martin, there was a bit of like interference with the ref, and we were freaking out what yeah, was going to yeah, happen. Yeah. And he ended yeah. up getting it. That Slater got the Clive that night. We, we had a heap of money on on Cameron Smith. He was a dollar and three I, cents. I honestly thought Cam should have won it. He should have won it, but I thought he played brilliantly. I, I I don't think Slater didn't deserve it, but I think Cam deserved it one hundred percent. Yeah, but the story behind Billy coming back and yeah. rah, 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 it made sense to me. Yeah, it was a um, it felt like a a narrative award over a uh, yeah. over like a game, which was fair. Um, like, um, yeah, but I remember when when that got announced, we we'd won a heap of money on Fox. And then we'd had so much money on Cam Smith that it, it almost felt like a loss, you know? It was devastating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've gone 2017 Storm. Awesome. I like it. Oh, let me, hey, I want to dive out for one second. Yeah. I, I've been banging this drum for <laughs> a long time. Nathan Cleary has all the tools <clears throat> to be as great as any seven. And everyone hates me for it because – it's like, it's like NBA. It's, it's kind of like a sin to say someone's going to be better than Michael Jordan. Yep. And it's, I feel like it's a sin to say no one's ever going to be better than Joey, which they might not. But what he has, he's got no weaknesses. His defense is cracker. His kicking game is, is immaculate. I think his effort plays are the ones that go unnoticed. He's always forever chasing on the back um, you know, if there's a better kick, his chasing game is just as good as his kicking game. Mm. I can't fault the kid. Yeah, for sure, mate. And I think, I think sometimes we put stars on a pedestal from the past, and we just refuse to believe <clears throat> that anyone can achieve what they've done. And I always use the example that you know, I think Michael Jordan and Joey are very similar because. They had that little something extra about them. They had that little bit of competitive, just just fuck animal. you about them that no one else yeah, has. Yeah. Animal. That's a, that's a perfect way to yep. put it. They've got they've got that little something about them, and then they've also, you know, MJ had the off field gambling and all that sort of yep. all, all the little things that went with MJ. And Joey was the same, you know, like he, he he'd go and get on the piss, he'd show up hungover. You hear all these stories about Joey that it's just like, like you hear stories about how they'd go into Origin Camp and like. Matty Johns would go and talk to Brett Kamali and he'd go and say to him, why are you talking to him? He's another halfback. Like, don't even look at him. Sort of like just these, yeah. these crazy stories that you hear. And I think we sort of put them on a pedestal and stories. it's like they can't be beat. But I always use yeah. the example, tell me, tell me when Joey was 24 and people were saying this kid could be anything, tell me the older generation weren't going, he'll never be better than Sterlo. Yeah, yeah. Or, or he can't sticky. beat Sturlow. No way. He can't he beat be Sturlow. Yeah, he can't be better uh, than Sticky. Yeah. Can't be better than Wally Lewis. No way. It just it couldn't 100%. happen. And, mate, I can't wait. In 25 years' time, we're going to be old bastards and we're going to be sitting there with this new Joe Blow that's going to come along and we're going to go, he yeah. can't be better than Cleary. Yeah, There's no yeah, way he can be better than Cleary. It. Yeah, and, and mate. And, that's how it happens. Yeah, exactly right. And, mate, to be honest with you, I, I can't wait until in 25 years' time there's another gun hooker 
and people are going to say, is he better than Smith? And I'll sit there and go, not a hope. I don't care what (laughs) any hooker ever does. They will be. They will never be better than Smith in my eyes. Yeah, I'm with you. There, there, you there could be a guy that comes along and wins a premiership and every single year of his career. And does everything better than him. And I'll say, no, nah, Cameron and Smith was the best. Nah. There, there's something Sorry. about Cameron Smith that no one else has ever had. Yeah, I agree. And then there, there'll um, be teenagers to... that'll be sitting there going, you're, a, you're an old fucking idiot. Look at what's in front Shut of you. Up, Enjoy man. the guy that's in front of yeah. you, you know? Yeah. I think that's what we... We kind of we don't do. We just don't enjoy what's in front of us. Yep. And I look up. I'm a Storm fan. I'm a Queensland fan. But I I marvel how good this kid is. Nathan Clear is a yeah. machine. Um, I've got a few um fan questions for you, bro. Um, and then I'm going to give you my ultimate quiz. It's like a <laughs> you you heard of Stephen Colbert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, like a he does like this weird quiz where it's scientifically it's the best way to find out something about someone. Okay. So I'll, I'll finish up with that. But um, let me just go through my... Um, that sounds terrifying, by the way. But anyway. Yeah, you'll be sweet, <laughs> Um I've got about seven questions here for you if you want to just quick fire, give me your answers. Yeah, bro. This is from our brother, Matty Q. The man. Can you see Billy Slater taking over the storm? What type of impact can he have on the job? Yeah, I definitely can see it, to be honest with you. I think Craig Bellamy will coach next year, and then I think he'll call it a day. I think next year will be a real... Testing year for Melbourne. Um, I, I I personally think it's going to be an unfortunate year for Craig Bellamy to, to finish his coaching. But at the same time, mate, if Melbourne come out and do something next year, which, you know, with the amount of guys they're losing, it could be the perfect way for Craig Bellamy to finish. To finish up, yeah. So it could go either way. But I personally think Slater will be the next guy, depending how well it all goes with Queensland. But I, I just think that as much as Origin – is the pinnacle. I just think that Slater's footballing mind, I think he'll be hungry for more than getting guys together for three times a year and just getting guys up for an occasion. I think tactically, he'll want to take his game, his coaching game to a new level and I think he'll want to take it to the NRL and what bigger challenge than stepping in after the belly eight. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Um, thoughts on how the Dolphins will go next year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say it's been underwhelming so far. Um, I will say this about the Dolphins. I think that whilst everyone's waiting for that su- superstar, as am I, there's no doubt about that, I think the forward pack they've signed is really solid. I, I think it, it's a side that's not going to give up. They're a side that's going to hang in there. There's a forward pack there that, you know, when you show up day one at Dolphins training, you're not there to fuck spiders. Felice Cafusi, yep. the Bromwich boys, like Bromwich even boys. a Marky Nichols, like they, they are going to have them aiming up. And you know that guys that are going to go into this team, they're not going to be allowed to cut corners. There's guys there, like a fellow like, like, like Branko Lee. Like you, you know a heap about Branko, bounced around the NRL, was all over the place, lazy, this, that. Everyone called him all this shit. Walked into the Melbourne Storm system and all of a sudden it all changed overnight. And I, I just think that there's going to be something special up there with the Dolphins between Wayne and between that forward pack they've got. Like a forward pack can just take you so far in rugby league. Just a forward pack that'll hang in and won't give up. And I, I, I don't think they'll they'll play finals footy or anything. But I don't think they're going to be the basket case that it looks like 
they're going to be at the moment. I just think Post they. Yeah. I, I I don't even think they need to go out and find an absolute superstar. Like if 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 I was them, mate, I'd be ringing Jackson Hastings right now and saying, "Just tell us what you want. You don't want to play fucking and, lock at the uh, West Tigers. Tell I'll us what you off. want. Yeah. We've got a forward pack here that won't give up on you. They 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 will yeah. go to whatever and level you need them to." And just let us yeah. fill you with some talent out in the back. So we like we know that Wayne, he'll get the best out of Edric. He'll get the best out of Branko. He'll find something in Jermaine yeah. Asako. I just think they they need a leader. And I personally think that there's a lot of leaders that aren't on the board anymore. And I just think Jacko, he might be the right guy. Yeah, I like that. Good call. Um, all right, next question. Oh, we kind of spoke about this. What separates Joey from every other halfback? I think what separates Joey from every other halfback is obviously the, the, the off-field stuff. Like, there's a bit of a legend that goes to Joey. Um, and I think that's where, like, I, like I, I think it's fair to say that Cooper Cronk potentially achieved more in his career, won more premierships. I think he was more successful in the Origin Arena. But when you don't have the highlights and those incredible moments like an 05 series or an 01 grand yeah. fall or a 97 down the short side, like, I always say that... A guy like Joey and Thurston, they'll win the game in the last 10 minutes and, and it's unbelievable. Cooper Cronk, whilst he did that quite a bit, he, he doesn't have those moments because Cooper had beat you in the first 70. Yep. He didn't have to beat you in the last 10. He'd beat you in the first 70 and, and that doesn't make highlight reels. That doesn't get as appreciated. But I, I just yeah. think with Joey, the other thing is that I personally think he's the greatest defensive half we've ever seen. And yep. that's where when people wanted to say Thurston was better than Joey, I just had to laugh. I just, I mean, I, I one thought was, one ju- was a turnstile. Yeah, one was a brick wall. Yeah, mate, and and that was that was the whole thing with Freddie and Joey that you could put him in the back. Like if you said to Freddie and Joey, "We're going to put you in the front row," they would have gone, "Yeah, sweet, I'm going to be the best fucking front row on the field today." And they would have been, you know, they would have been. And that I, I just think you can't you can't underappreciate. And I have a lot of people that say to me, "Oh, my halfback isn't there to tackle," and it's like, "Yeah, okay, he's not, but it matters. It's fifty percent of the game." I mean, you've got a halfback yeah. that can snap guys in half, which is also what Nathan That's Cleary's got. Is very good at, yep. Bro, it makes a huge difference. Mate, I'm sitting here, the State of Origins in 24 hours. Tell me the entire Blues game isn't about going at DCE. Like, it should be. No, it, it should, should be, be anyway. mate. Like, it, it lays yeah. out your whole game plan. Tell like, there, yeah. There's not a hope in hell. Queensland are sitting there going, okay, how are we going to get it? Nathan Cleary. There's no point. And it, it was the same as looking, Joey and Freddie. looking at Luai. Yeah, exactly right. And, mate, Luai's not a bad defender, but he's just – he's not the yeah. greatest defender like Nathan Cleary is. Agree. That's a good way to put it. Um, who's your – if you can do it, like, in a quick shot, name your best 13. Oh, Christ. Okay. Uh, fullback, I would – I'd go with Billy Slater. Wings, I would go with um, – I'd probably put Anthony Minicello out on one wing. My other winger, I'd probably go with like a Wendell Saylor probably, I think. My centers, I would go Inglis and Mal without a doubt. They'd be my two there. Uh, 5'8", I would go... 5'8's a bit tricky for me because I, I would normally... I'd have Freddie in my team, but because I can pick Freddie at 13, which I loved him at yeah. 13, I'd probably pick a different six. For me at 5'8", um, probably a bit of an undervalued guy for me, but I just loved watching Brett Kenny play. Oh, get, no, no. Oh, great pick. You go back to those old tapes and watch how he used to do his shit. Like, And I always think that with players, when we look back on the greats, like 
you've got to judge them off what they did on the biggest stages. And Brett Kenny was the best player on the biggest stages time and time again. Like all those grand – like I think he played in four grand finals. He scored two tries in three of them and got denied two tries in the other one. Like just unbelievable. And then you hear the stories about Queensland whenever they'd they'd hear over the radio that Brett Kenny was named at centre instead of 5'8". Like rumour has it that they used to cheer. Yeah. Like it just says the world about him. Um, Seven has to be Joey. Uh, I, I'd have Joey there. Um, front rowers, I think I'd go Webke and Artie Beetson. Sure. Nine would be Cam Smith. Second rowers, um, because I've got Freddie at 13, I'll have to fit Bradley Clyde in somewhere, so I'd probably put him in the back row. And then yeah. the other ones, mate, there's so many great back rowers to pick from, obviously, but I just think... The stuff that Sonny Bill was capable of doing, and I know that we didn't get to see him at his absolute best for a long period of time, but mm-hmm. what he did at the twenty in twenty thirteen for the Chooks, like that was just like nothing I've seen before. That was unbelievable. So I would probably just have to go Sonny just for his natural ability, and you ability. know, there's so many yes. back rowers running through my head that we've left out that I've just left out, and so many centers and wingers. Like, like I can't find a spot for Darren Lockyer, and I think he, he should be a walk up immortal. Yeah, mate. Well, yeah, good point. I was going to say the thing that stood out to me about Sunday, and I'll say this real quick: um, that second half of that 2013 Grand Final, yeah, where he just flicked the switch. His first half was terrible. His first half he was comes out, awful. Yeah, he comes out and just breaks the game by himself. And mate, that's what I. That's like my my true testament to a champion that when they come out and they get punched in the face, it's how they react to it. And they come back and he reacted. But I, I would honestly argue that was Sonny Bill's worst half of football oh, all was, year. Even, yeah. And I, you know what? And because I'm a rugby boy, I'd say it was probably his worst half in rugby as well. Rugby and league. It was – yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. I clicked out. Yeah, mate. Sonny Bill, I, like that, that first half was just so oh, bang average. And then just see him come out in the second half and perform the way he did. And just incredible. Just blow it out. You know yeah. I mean? Crazy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.